Capturing the sights and sounds of Northeast Wisconsin. It's the Living in the New Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Living in the New. It's Josh and Justin here in the studio. We've got something fun, another exclusive episode, more content from the Spotlight Series at the Fox Cities Performing Arts Center. This time, it's Broadway's next hit musical coming to the stage. No, it's not a Broadway musical. This is an improv comedy show, something a little different. Justin, what do you think? I think it's awesome. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see it. From what we just heard, it's going to be very interactive and a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. So as you said, we just talked with two stars of the show. We're going to bring that to you in just a moment. But before we bring you that conversation, I'm curious, Justin, have you seen much improv comedy uh, in your experiences? Have you gone to many improv shows? Not live, no. no? So yeah. I used to watch Whose Line Is It Anyway? And I loved that. So I, I imagine I would be into it yeah. for sure. So what about comedy writ large? Do you go to a, see much comedy? Uh, not as much as I'd like. Okay. I mean, I've gone to Skyline. That's that's about it. So yeah, I'd like I, to get out to more. I've gone to a couple shows at Skyline in Appleton as well. And then we went to go see uh, Beer and Comedy at mm-hmm. Fifth Ward Brewing in Oshkosh when they were just getting that cranked up. And one of the things I've noticed doing new this week is how many comedy clubs there are doing shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. De Pere, Oshkosh, Green Bay, Appleton. Every city's got a club. And there are always comedians coming through different shows to see. So for people who are into stand-up and different kinds of comedy, so many options for Mm -hmm. that in the area. That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't think there'd be as many as there are, but it's great that there is. Yeah. I'm really fascinated by this notion of combining improv comedy with Broadway musical, and we'll let uh, Rob and Deb tell you how they go about kind of mixing that up. Interactivity is a key to improv, um, but it's not just about getting suggestions, and I learned... There are no bad suggestions. Right, right. Um, but it's funny because you take those suggestions and then you have to do something with it. And I always wondered, like, how do they keep that from just falling apart? Mm-hmm. You know, at any moment, one wrong move and the whole story just comes apart. Right. And now they're not just telling a story. They're doing a whole lot more than that with music and dance and singing and so many other things. They've got an awards show going on. And like, okay, I'm going to quit teasing and just turn it over. This is Rob Schiffman and Deb Rabai from Broadway's Next Hit Musical. We're excited to bring you some more exclusive content from our friends at the Fox Cities Performing Arts Center. We've got a little bit of a different show coming to you this weekend. It's Broadway's next hit musical, and we're joined on the line by two stars of the show, Rob Schiffman and Deb Rabai. Rob, Deb, welcome to the show. Hey! Thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> always enjoy talking to people in the comedy walk of life because it's always a little bit more, uh, a little less serious, we'll say, than when I'm talking to Broadway <laughs> stars or others like that. Uh, don't take that the wrong way, Rob and Deb. Um, I'm looking forward to this conversation a lot. Thanks so much for your time today. Sure. Well, I, I was just going to say the comedy is very serious, just so you know. <laughs> another level of comedy that's super duper serious. We'll get into some of that in just a moment, but I want to let people know Broadway's next hit musical is coming to the Fox Cities Performing Arts Center on Friday, April 6th and Saturday, April 7th. There's a 7.30 p.m. show each night and a 2 o'clock matinee on Saturday. You can get tickets at foxcitiespac.org and check out broadwaysnexthitmusical.com for more information about the show. Rob, I'll start with you. What should audiences expect when they come to see Broadway's next hit musical? They should expect the unexpected. (laughs) you know, Broadway's next musical is completely improvised, so we don't even know what to expect. But on some level, we do, because we know it's going to be 
an improvised award show in the first half where you get to write down made-up song titles and we turn them into nominated songs for the coveted phony award. <laughs> and then they can expect that one of those will win based on the audience's vote. And in the second half, they'll get to see the full musical of that winning song, including recreation of that song. So they will see mental acrobatics. They will see hilarious comedy, and they will be a part of it. Wow. So, Deb, you guys as a crew do this show in 30 to 40 cities every year. So every time you do it, it's a different show. Is that right? Absolutely. 100% true. Yes. Every single show we do is created the night that it happens in front of the audience, which is uh, what's interesting for us is, of course, we never know what's going to happen. And afterwards, when we meet with our audience members, they don't sometimes grasp the concept that we have never done that show before. And they maybe have the conception or idea that we're going to go on and do that show again. But no, no, it's only a one-time thing. Right, so audiences here in the Fox Valley in Northeast Wisconsin could come to all three shows at the Fox Cities PAC and see something different every time. Not only could they, but they should. (laughs) (laughs) Highly encouraged to to check out all the shows, that's right. Yeah, it's different every time, and it's a blast. (laughs) So improv comedy is not like stand-up. You're not up there doing material. But do you find that certain things might come up in many different contexts where you can sort of fall back on some of the same tools or tactics that you're using from one show to the next? I think we don't tend to fall back on on tactics, although I will say we do fall back on tools in the sense that there are skills that we fall back mm-hmm. on. You know, we, similar to a sport, we learn the skills of the, of the, of the show, and then we apply them to every individual situation that comes up. So, you know, we have tools in our tool belt of understanding how melody works. So we're well, you know, we're able to improvise one, understanding how stories work, so we're able to improvise one. Um, and then, you know, we apply the skills that come up in any individual show, So there are some rules then, am I understanding that right? Rules or boundaries, guidelines to making improv work? Deb, can you tell us more about those? Absolutely, yes. Um, Just like anything, any art form or even any craft, there are definitely boundaries and and, uh, helpful tools in order to make that thing. So for us in improvisation, one of the greater ones that we rely on is, is basically the first rule of improv, which is always say yes and. You may have heard that in other um, areas of improvisation, and it's a basic for every form of improvisation. Working with your partner, you want to say yes to their ideas, say yes to your own ideas, and encourage things to move forward rather than putting a stop to them by saying no. And another basic level one is to always make your partner look good. (laughs) So we're always looking for ways to help our partner and feature their Uh, level of excellence and feature their talents and skills, the things they do really well. We want to set them up. Just like in a volleyball match, you have the person who sets up the shot and then the other person spikes it. We are there to help each other do that amazing spike, Mm. whatever that might be. If it's melody or if it's doing lyrics, if it's dancing, we, we create the circumstances to help each other do the thing we do really well. So there's actually a lot of coordination and teamwork that's going on on the stage to make this improvisational show look effortless and hilarious. Where do you learn these? Rob, where did you learn the skills that go into being an improv comedian? Yeah, I mean, we took, you know, I took classes. I took classes in high school. I was part of an improv group in college. 
I joined a group called Chicago City Limits when I came back from college and took classes there and took classes throughout the city. But a lot of it just comes from, you know, from reps. I mean, you work with people and you begin to see what works and, and then, you know, rather what could, you know, misguide somebody or knock a scene out of shape or take it to a place where, it's, you know, where you're more in your head than kind of just rolling with it and letting things flow. So a lot of it is the hit and miss of, of, just, of, of the reps of it all. And we're fortunate, too, because we get to work with a lot of the same people over and over again. We get to know each other well and understand each other's instincts and be able to play on those instincts and to, you know, which is even one further tool in how we can make each other look good. I'd imagine sometimes the inside jokes might get popping up on stage in some of these interactions, little little inside jokes you guys have that make it a lot more fun for you on stage. Is that part of, uh, of keeping things lively? Well, in a way, although the thing is, we certainly don't want things to feel insidery. You know, we're, we're not doing the show for ourselves. We're really doing it for and with the audience. So if things feel too... Uh, inside jokey, you kind of leave out your audience. So, yes, of course, naturally, there's going to be moments where, you know, one of us says or does something that triggers something in the other person, you know, that maybe is a memory we both have from some experience together or a reference to some, you know, restaurant we ate at in the last 30 days or something where we might go, oh, I know what you're talking about. But we never want to do anything that would leave our audience guessing. What was that about? You know, we want to keep them with us the whole time. It's been clear that the audience is really like a part of the troupe in this show. They're as much a part of the show as the actors on the stage with the suggestions that they're giving. Um, what do you do with bad audience suggestions? Do you have a way of working around that? I don't, I don't know that, that we consider any suggestions bad. I think sometimes there are ones that are trickier for us to sort of recontextualize. But I think in general, we expect everything. The only thing we don't do, simply because it's a family-friendly show, is take any audience, any suggestion that has profanity or anything like that. But in general, there really are no bad suggestions. We, we can take them and turn them into gold. Well, Rob, wait a minute. I mean, let's be honest with these guys. Anyone who writes a bad suggestion at our show has to go to improv jail. That's so... true. We do send them to improv jail. <laughs> yeah. But it's filled with clowns and cotton candy. So. Exactly. Okay. So not the worst experience in the world, then, uh, for people going to improv jail. I like that. <laughs> so when you guys are coming together at the end of the show, are you sort of wondering what happened out there? Are you recapping? Are you learning from each experience? Or when it's done, it's done, and you kind of look for the, the place to go get a, a refreshing beverage, perhaps? Well, we do all of those things. <laughs> we do all of those things. Exactly. So one thing we do is, well, my, my feeling, I bet Rob, you'll agree with me on this one. I think that my own personal feeling as an improviser and an artist is when I am working at my highest, best, most amazing creative level, when I get off stage, I don't actually remember everything that happened because I am working so furiously in the moment. I am so present that I'm not thinking about anything else other than what's happening right now. And so when I get off stage, it's like, wow, what happened? But in a more clear way, yes, after the show, we generally get together. And as Rob and I are co-artistic directors, we, we will have a, a note session, just like you would after a theatrical play, a, a pre-written play, where we'll talk about the elements of the show that, that were seamless and that work. Because one of the elements that we work on in our show is storytelling, telling a really nice, cohesive, well-formed story, just like you would in a musical. It starts at the beginning, there's a middle, there's some consequences, and it ends a certain way. And we want our shows to be like that, too. So in our note sessions, we'll highlight some of the things that went great, and we'll talk about some of the challenges we may have faced and some of the things that maybe we want to work on skill-wise to improve in the next iteration. 
So if we just rested on our laurels and went, well, you know, we'll get it better the next time, but we don't really need to talk about it. Sometimes you develop bad habits, and we definitely don't want that. Yeah. In addition to the comedy, this is also developing an improv, improvised musical. Um, so you guys both have musical talent as well. Does everyone in the troupe sing, play instruments, things like that? I think everybody has some degree of musicality, but some more than others. Um, and we, that's a big thing that we work on is developing understanding story work, understanding the song work, which is not to say that we have a template or there's songs that we, you know, template songs we or anything like that. But understanding the nature of the work and the nature of the core how you can achieve those in a satisfying way. It certainly helps to play an instrument or simply be extremely familiar with different uh, genres in Broadway or pop music or whatnot. It teaches you more and more about song, for sure. And, and we have a host who hosts the show, sort of like a Neil Patrick Harris, and, you know, talks to the audience and, and you know, MCs the evening. And generally, we don't have them singing, although they probably could. So sometimes we've had them <laughs> sing at different, different situations, but not specifically in the show. We don't have them singing. Rob Schiffman and Deborah Bai, co-directors of Broadway's next hit musical, bringing their talents to the Fox City's Performing Arts Center on April 6th and 7th, shows at 7.30 p.m. on Friday and 2 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. on the 7th of April. Check out their website, broadwaysnexthitmusical.com. And if you head out to the show and you see it, let us know if you made those suggestions. Use that hashtag, living in the new. Rob, Deb, thanks so much for being on the show. Always appreciate the time. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. All right. I am really looking forward to this show now. After having talked to them, I hope you feel the same. You can still get your tickets at the Fox Cities Performing Arts Center box office. You can get them online. And there's three different shows, as I said, Friday or Saturday night or the matinee on Saturday at two. And I love what Deb said near the end there where she was saying, you know, when we're really on, we'll get done with the show and think back and say, Wow, what just happened? <laughs> Blackout a little yeah, bit. Well, yeah. it's funny because I can a little bit relate to that mm-hmm. when I'm doing the talk radio show. If I'm really on and the topics are good and we're getting calls and we're moving, not only does that time go so fast, but I get off the air and someone will say, oh, that part where you said this. And I'm like, I said that? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> right. But when you are, when you're on the stage, you're performing like that, every time they do this show is totally different. As Rob said, you can go to all three shows, Friday, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Every single one of them will be different. They do this in dozens of cities around the country every year. And every time they do it, it's totally different. I can't imagine the mm-hmm. number of songs they've come up with by now, little musical ditties that they've done. And, you know, sure, maybe they're like, oh, wink, wink to each other on the stage. For each audience, that stuff is totally fresh, totally new, totally different. Yeah, that's awesome. To have a totally new show, even the same day you're doing it again, is just crazy. Yeah, that is the magic of improv. And uh, the Fox City's Performing Arts Center bringing you this opportunity. Go see the show tonight, April 6th at 7.30 or tomorrow, April 7th, 2 p.m. or 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets. And when you go, let us know about the show. Tag us in your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram posts at Living in the New. Follow us. And then when you are out and about, you're posting, you got suggestions for us, you got questions for us, use that hashtag, Living in the New. Subscribe to Living in the New wherever you get podcasts.